North Carolina versus Duke rages on as the best rivalry in all of college sports. We so often pay attention what happens between these two teams on the court in college that we don't often look ahead to how they compare against each other at the next level. Well, guess what? That's exactly what we're going to do on today's episode of Locked on Tar Heels. You are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, it's Monday, May 16th, 2022. Welcome into the Locked on Tar Heels podcast. I'm your host, Isaac Shade, beat writer for Sports Illustrated's All Tar Heels website. And I want to thank you for making Locked on Tar Heels your first listen or your first watch every single day. Please remember that we are free and available anywhere that you get podcasts. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Whether you're listening or watching, go ahead and like and comment and do all of those things. In fact, just at the end of last week on YouTube, we broke 3,000 YouTube subscribers. That is all thanks to everyone diving in and being part of this community. Thank you so much. Today, I actually want to start on something of, of a bit of a somber note before we dive into North Carolina and Duke at the NBA level. Uh, for those of you watching, you'll see I'm wearing something of a old ragtag shirt, and it says Eagles Landing Baseball. Uh, we talked last week, I mentioned I was wearing my high school colors one day, and that is Eagles Landing, uh, which is on, on the south side of Atlanta. And sadly enough, actually later that same day, I learned that a car accident uh, after school had killed three Eagles Landing High School students. There were five students in the car. Two of them survived, but as of when I'm recording this, are actually in critical condition themselves. <clears throat> I was a baseball player at Eagles Landing, and my understanding is that one of the young men who lost his life uh, was also a baseball player. And so... Today, I wanted to wear this shirt in support of, of my alma mater and in support and, and in thoughtfulness of those three young people who lost their lives and of the two in the hospital, but also just uh, to wear this baseball shirt to remember um, a brother who was also a baseball player. If you are someone who prays or lifts up things like that, um, I would ask you and encourage you to join me in doing so for these families and the community of McDonough, Georgia. Well, um, as I said, what we want to do today is talk about North Carolina versus Duke at the NBA level. We so often say, oh man, look at this great rivalry that they have, whether it's in the Dean Dome or in Cameron or most recently in the Final Four, take that, Blue Devils. But what I want to do today is, is look ahead to how these um, how the players from these two schools fare once they get to the NBA. Here's what got my brain going on this. A couple years ago, it was right before, um, it was during the COVID season, right before the NBA restart in the bubble. Uh, if you'll recall, they had just a couple games left um, of the regular season, and so they were going to have some, some play-in moments and then get on to the playoffs. Well, just before that happened, there was this third-party Duke account. I don't even remember what it was now. Um, that tweeted out that Duke um, had 23 players in the NBA at that point and that 17 of them were going to be participating in the restart in the bubble. And they said later in that same tweet that Carolina only had 14 
um, total players in the NBA at that point. And so they were just kind of trying to like, you know, the, do anything they could to find a way to get a leg up on the Tar Heels. Well, um, great. That's cool. First off, Carolina actually had 15 people in the NBA at that point, but you know, I digress. We won't bother with that, but that just got my brain spinning on, okay, Duke folks, you're going to celebrate that you've got more players in the NBA. What about actual things to like games, won, awards, won, longevity, total numbers of players, things like that. And so, yeah, Duke had something on Carolina there. Great. Love it. And and in fact, the last two seasons, the same has been true of what they were saying about more Blue Devils currently in the NBA. Um, that, that next season, after COVID, 2020-21, uh, Duke had 26 uh, players in the NBA on opening day. This is the where I'm taking that number from. 26 on opening day, 12 for the Tar Heels. So pretty wide gap there, pretty wide margin. And in fact, this most recent season, Duke once again doubled up Carolina. They had on opening day of this season, 22 players on NBA rosters to Carolina's 11. And so in in terms of players in the NBA currently, Duke has the edge. Like, not going to try to pretend that they don't. Um, There are a couple other areas where Duke has had a slight edge on Carolina. And there's a reason, by the way, I'm going with the Duke things first that they lead in. You'll see why momentarily. Number one overall picks in NBA history. Duke leads that category four to two. Uh, Four Duke players that have gone number one overall, Art Heyman, Elton Brand in 99, Kyrie Irving in 2011, and then Zion Williamson in 2019. Carolina has had just two. And, you know, that that's okay, and that's fine, whatever. But then I was like, let me take a look, see if I can find some other areas where Duke leads Carolina in the NBA. So I got into Duke's record book and looked to see. And it's funny because the way Duke has had to do some of these things to make themselves look better um, has been interesting. So, for example, in their media guide, it says, most first-round picks by school. And I'm like, okay, great, Carolina's going to win this. And in parentheses, it says, in the lottery, in the NBA lottery era. It's like, oh, okay, so we're we're trying to narrow it down to that, which the lottery began in 1985, by the way. So in that span, um, Duke does have more first-round picks than Carolina, 42 to 37. Uh, Kentucky leading the way in that span with 45. Is that shocking? No. What are the two schools that have most dug into the one-and-done mentality in the lottery era? Kentucky and Duke. Makes sense. Uh, What about most lottery picks? Duke leads that, 28. Kentucky, 26. Carolina just behind at 20. But again, that's just looking at the lottery era. Now, that does speak to high-end talent, and that's great. Or what about um, NBA first-round picks? Well, I was like, okay, Carolina's going to lead this as well. And then it says in parentheses, by active coach. And this is this year's Duke Media Guide. So, Carolina's active coach is Hubert Davis. Of course, that number is going to be lower. So Coach Krzyzewski is number one on that list. Most first round picks by an active coach with 42. John Calipari right behind him at 37. But here's what's weird to me. Duke can't even research their opponents correctly because third on that list is Roy Williams, who is not an active coach uh, with 34 picks. And so I'm looking at that and it's like, okay, great. Duke, you've, you've got some legs up. 
but that's just the first couple minutes of this podcast. We're going to spend literally the rest of the podcast unpacking every place that I can find where Carolina has an edge. And oh boy, are there a lot of them. And so stay tuned for that in just a second. But first, I want to tell you a little bit about Built Bar. And so uh, friends, you can all hear this whether you're watching or listening. Built Bar actually sent me a package of some Built Puffs. I've never tried these before, never had them. So I'm going to open up this box, pull one out. This is a Built Puff birthday cake. Here it is for those of you watching, you can see it. I've just always wondered what this is like. So Built sent me a package and I'm just going to open it up and we're going to try it right now, right here in this moment. Ooh, some white chocolate. It's got some sprinkly looking things on it. Let me eat this and see what the consistency is. Oh, that's chewy. I thought it would be kind of fluffy. It's kind of marshmallowy. White chocolate on the outside. That's really good. Okay, Bill. I see you. That's great. So you know what? These uh, birthday cake built puffs have just 150 calories in them. They've got 16 grams of protein. That's great. Only 9 grams of sugar. Boy. That's great. Good job. And uh, net carbs looks like it's about nine as well. So you need to go get you some of these. These Built Puffs, that the, the uh, birthday cake ones that I have, limited time only. So you need to get on to Built.com right now. Get you some Built Puffs or some other Built Bars. All of them covered in 100% real chocolate, but made to be healthy and delicious. Um, and then the protein that's in these is collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides ton of health benefits to you. So go to built.com right now to get some birthday cake puffs. While you're there, use promo code LOCKED15 and you're going to get 15% off your order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Well, uh, it's funny. I just talked about the NBA draft a little bit with, with these Duke and Carolina draft picks. We're going to talk more about some of the actual more broad-looking numbers in just a second. But as we get close to the NBA draft time, I want to encourage you to go check out the Locked On NBA Big Board. Host Rafael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies and author of the NBA Big Board newsletter is joined by Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris, and Leif Tholen giving fans an in-depth look into the NBA draft, mock drafts, player rankings, and of course, their big boards. It's free and available everywhere you get podcasts. Okay, so now let's start looking at some of these numbers, comparing North Carolina and Duke in the NBA. No, none of these parentheses to try to make it work to one team's advantage. This is just pure, unadulterated numbers. 
And since Duke had started with the NBA draft kind of conversation, and we just talked about it with uh, Locked On Big Boards, let's go there. This idea of getting to the NBA in the first place. So Duke tried to talk about first round picks in the um, in the lottery era, but let's look about in at NBA first round draft picks all time. North Carolina 54, Duke 49. It's close, but the Tar Heels lead the way. Blue Devils get back. And um, Carolina's second all-time in that list behind only Kentucky, who is number one just a little bit ahead. What about total NBA draft picks all-time regardless of round? Well, Carolina leads Duke there as well. 118 to 102 NBA draft picks. And I should say, for those of you who might be watching um, at a later date, this uh, I am recording this prior to the 2022 NBA draft. So just keep that in mind because Carolina, everybody's coming back except Brady Manick, who will have a chance to get drafted. And obviously there's going to be some more Duke draft picks this year as well. So just keep that in mind. Um, and Carolina is third all-time on that list of total NBA draft picks behind only Kentucky and UCLA. Well, what about um, getting a lot of people drafted at the same time? Well, both Carolina and Duke have had drafts where they have had multiple first-round draft picks, but Carolina holds a slight edge there as well. There have been 12 NBA drafts where Carolina has had multiple first-round draft picks, and Duke just right behind with 11. Again, that's probably going to get tied up this year, if I'm being honest, because Duke's going to have multiple first-round draft picks. But then when we start to scope out and look at the whole picture of NBA players all time. So this is an NBA player that's played at any point in an NBA game. Carolina holds an edge. It's a slight one at 91 to 88. And so um, th there are going to be categories where uh, Carolina kind of blows Duke out of the water, but there's others like this that are very close. For example, let's go now to a moment where it's just like, <laughs> Duke. It's cute. Um, NBA championships won as a player. Now, Duke is up to eight. They, they have had eight times a Duke player has won an NBA championship. And that's great. That's a great number. Um, but, but keep in mind that Mr. Michael Jordan almost matches that tally by himself. He has six to Duke's eight. You want to know Carolina's total number of NBA championships that former Tar Heel players have won? 36. Again, let me remind you, Duke has eight. North Carolina has won 36 NBA championships, and Duke has won eight. Of course, there are opportunities for um, Carolina to win uh, more NBA championships this year. There are a couple guys left going, and so we'll have to wait and see with that. Uh, let's let's look a little further ahead. What about um, being at, at the top of the game? And so I want to look at some um, NBA All-Star game kind of things. What about NBA All-Star game selections? Well, uh, once again, Carolina has more than doubled up Duke in this category as well. As it stands right now, and this includes this, this past season, the 2021-22 season, North Carolina has 65 all-time NBA All-Star selections to Duke's 30. 30 is a great number. That's really good. It's just that Carolina is phenomenal at some of those things. 
and then um, even even staying at the the top of the heap of NBA All-Star Game MVP, North Carolina has three to Duke's one. I'll let you guess who those three are, and uh, Duke's one is actually Kyrie, and so, I mean, it, it just... The more and more of these things we look at, North Carolina has more and more leaders on these lists. What about in all NBA selections? So this is like at the this is like being an All American, but at the NBA level, if that makes sense. Uh, once again, the Tar Heels more than double up the Blue Devils. Uh, Duke has nine all time All NBA selections, and this is across all all the teams, not just first team All NBA. This is first, second, or third. Um, and the, there have been three teams since the mid-80s. Before that, there were two teams. And, and don't just go thinking that Carolina is just loading up on second and third team people. North Carolina has 25 total All-NBA selections to Duke's nine. 14 of Carolina's 25 are uh, first-teamers. And so the Tar Heels have more first-team All-NBA selections than Duke has any All-NBA team selections. Um, and so come on with that noise. So that's all NBA. What about the NBA all rookie team? This one's closer, especially because of this one and done era where Duke's just plugging a lot of guys in into the NBA. There's a lot of young talent, but Carolina still leads the way in this category. 22 Tar Heels have made the all rookie team to Duke's 18. And so the Tar Heels lead that category by four. Let's look at two more things, and then we'll take a quick break. Let's look at defense. NBA All-Defensive Team. <laughs> this one's funny. You ready for this? Carolina has almost beaten Duke in this category by a factor of seven. Duke has three players all-time that have made the NBA All-Defensive Team. North Carolina has 20 20 to 3 in this category, including Carolina having 17 first team all defensive team players. And then finally, to look at in this category of defense is the NBA Defensive Player of the Year. Neither team has excelled or, or had many people on this list. Duke has zero, no defensive players of the year in the NBA ever, and North Carolina has one. And while you often think of him as a scorer, this this winner of the NBA Defensive Player of the Year was none other than Mr. Michael Jordan, won in the 1987-88 season. Way to go, his royal airness. Well, there's a bunch more categories to look at where North Carolina is beating Duke in NBA uh, comparisons. We're going to look at more of those in just a second. I'm curious if you can figure out what any of those are. We'll look at it right after I tell you about Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including the NBA playoffs going on, um, MLB scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. That's out and ready for you, so go see it. We just had the schedule releases this past week. Great content there. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about all the trends in action. Bet Online, where the game starts. 
Well, let's get right back into this. We just looked at the comparison of defensive player of the years, and, and I want to start back out at a big, huge level. Just this past year, 2021, was the 75th anniversary of the NBA, and so the NBA put out a 75th anniversary team, uh, voted on by all sorts of people, and <laughs> poor Duke. Uh, you, you look at this, loot, at, at this list, excuse me, and... Duke has um, precisely goose egg people on the 75th anniversary team for the NBA. Obviously, they have some candidates who could have been close. And I think if if we were a little bit further out, you might see somebody like Kyrie Irving make this list. Um, you know, Elton Brand could have well made it, but but didn't. And so that is a real thing. Compare that with the Tar Heels, who have four players on this list. And that would be Mr. Billy Cunningham, Bob McAdoo, Michael Jordan, shocking, and James Worthy. And this list wasn't ranked 1 to 75. It was just, here's the list. And so we don't know where all those land, although we can guess who would have very likely been number one on that list. Curious to me, though, is when I look at this list of the 75th anniversary team for the NBA, Vince Carter wasn't on it. And, and that is kind of shocking to me. I, I'm not sure why, just given his longevity, where he's landed on so many of the statistical lists. Um, seemed like a odd omission to me, but hey, I'm, I wasn't voting. And uh, But still, Carolina leads Duke on the 75th anniversary NBA team forward to nothing. What about those who have finished their careers and now are like... Um, going into the Hall of Fame. The, so the Naismith Hall of Fame, and we're looking specifically at players. There are obviously coaches that are in the Naismith Hall of Fame for both schools, but uh, just want to look specifically at players. There, and, and this is as as a NBA player. Duke has one on this list, Grant Hill. Way to go, Grant. Good job. You're the man. North Carolina has six. Six on this list. Currently, that would be uh, several of those same guys we just talked about, all four that made that 75th anniversary team. Again, that's Billy Cunningham, Bob McAdoo, James Worthy, and Michael Jordan. And joining them are Charlie Scott and Bobby Jones. Once again, Vince Carter isn't on this list. Uh, part of that, I think, is probably because he doesn't have enough years. I can't remember what the Naismith Hall of Fame's rules are for how long you have to be uh, out of the league before you can be on the ballot. But I would imagine... Because um, Vince's last season was the COVID season, so he's only been out um, two full seasons once this season completes. And so I would imagine that number would grow to seven pretty soon. What about Olympians? Both teams have several Olympians that have uh, represented countries. And interestingly, this one's... And again, this is just players. Obviously, Coach K has had a big hand in USA Basketball. Um, but again, we're just looking at players here. And so interestingly, both schools have 15 players that have been in the Olympics representing various countries. For North Carolina, 14 of those have been for the USA and one was Germany. That's Hendrik Rodel. And then Duke, interestingly, nine of theirs are USA and six are for other various nations. So both teams have 15 total, but um, UNC has 14 uh, representing America to Duke's just nine. All right, let's keep rolling through a couple more statistical categories. 
NBA MVP. This is another huge... You see all these huge things? Duke has just a couple they can claim. NBA MVP. The best player in the league. North Carolina has six. Duke, zero. Zero, zero, zero. Not Kyrie, nothing. None of these guys that have come out. I could see Jason Tatum maybe getting to that point at some point, maybe. Um, but it's not happening yet. If if Zion could ever get healthy, maybe he could get to that level. Um, we're just going to have to wait and see. Nobody has done it ever for Duke. That's almost shocking to me, honestly. But, but there it is. And again, the Tar Heels have done it six times. Obviously, a lot of that is attributed to Mr. Jordan. What about NBA Rookie of the Year? This one's a little bit closer, but once again, North Carolina leads 5-3. to three. Let me run through Duke's NBA Rookies of the Year first. That is Grant Hill in the 94-95 season, Elton Brand in the 99-2000 season, and Kyrie in the 2011-2012 season. A lot of the same names you see coming up on these lists a lot. As you can imagine, you can probably guess some of these for North Carolina. Um, a couple new names, though, that we haven't mentioned yet. For North Carolina, the five NBA Rookies of the Year are Bob McAdoo, 1972-73 season, Walter Davis, hmm, Hubert Davis, we love you, brother, 1977-78 season, Phil Ford, the very next season. So Carolina won Rookie of the Year in back-to-back -back NBA seasons, 78-79 for Phil Ford. Michael Jordan won in 84-85, and then Vince Carter won the 98-99 season. Uh, I think coming out, we probably all expected that would be Anton Jameson, but Vince took off and running there. What about NBA Finals MVP? We just looked a second ago at NBA MVP for the whole season. What about the NBA Finals? It's a very similar list to the NBA MVP. Duke has nobody that has ever been the Finals MVP, while as the Tar Heels have seven. Michael Jordan was the MVP all six of his championships, and then James Worthy won one as well. So those are your seven Tar Heels to be the NBA Finals MVP. So I want to conclude this list by looking at something that I think kind of brings it all home, helps win this whole competition for North Carolina. I know that points are, aren't the end-all be-all for NBA or basketball success in general, but it is the metric by which we measure so many things. And so I want to look at the top 100 career scores in NBA history. And this is just regular season. This doesn't include the playoffs. And this is as of right now, at the end of the 2021-22 regular season. Duke has one player on this list, and he's 99th. That's Mr. Grant Hill. So going to get edged out soon, and Duke won't have any players on this list. Although, again, more players are going to start coming in as Duke has all this young talent. But North Carolina has five players in the top 100. Michael Jordan, fifth all-time on the list. Vince Carter, 19th. Anton Jameson, 49th, Walter Davis, 54th, and Bob McAdoo, 68th. And so the Tar Heels lead this 5-1 um, on, on the top scores in NBA history, top 100 scores in NBA history. And even if you could like look at, oh, well, maybe Duke has some just sitting outside the top 100. Yeah, they do. Elton Brand is 101st. But when we, when we look bigger like that, 
Carolina has a couple more right there too. Jerry Stackhouse at 105th, James Worthy 107th, and Rashid Wallace at 113th. So in the top 113 scores of all time, Carolina leads that eight to two. So it's just Carolina dominates the top 100 scores in NBA history. And, and this is not all to like poo-poo on Duke. This is just to say these are two schools that have produced a lot of great talent through the years. But North Carolina just holds the edge on those that have produced at the NBA level. A lot of that can obviously be attributed to Michael Jordan's success, but it's not just him. You take him away, and North Carolina still holds the edge in almost all of these categories that I've talked about today. And so, um, way to go, Tar Heels. Way to go, Dean Smith. Way to go, all these guys, Roy Williams and now Hubert Davis, that have been putting these guys in the NBA. Let's keep it going through all these years. Man, this is a great rivalry. It's phenomenal. But once again, the Tar Heels have the edge. And that brings us to the end of today's show, the first day of the week, our Monday show. That is it for Locked on Tar Heels. As always, please, if you would, go subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're watching on YouTube, smash the like button, subscribe. Just hit it right there real quick. Boom, you're done. If you want to get notifications of when Locked on Tar Heels episodes drop, hit that bell you see and it'll just send you a little push notification, quick and easy. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Heels. You can follow me at Isaac Shade, I-S-A-A-C-S-C-H-A-D-E. Coming up this week, we've got some fun interviews. I can't wait for you to hear them. Pat Kilby is going to be on again. We're going to be talking about Gigi Jackson. Uh, Simeon Wilcher's dad is joining us this week, as is Jalen Washington, incoming freshman Carolina basketball player. So all sorts of great stuff to look forward to. Can't wait to share it with you. Well, now that you've made Locked On Tar Heels your first listen, let me encourage you to make Locked On ACC your second listen today. Get all of your daily ACC news in less than 30 minutes, free and available wherever you get podcasts. Thanks so much for spending the first day of your work week hanging out with me while you drive or whatever it is that you're doing. I hope this has helped you pass the time and reminded you of why North Carolina is better than Duke. <laughs> but very seriously, I want to remind you that it really is a great day to be a Tar Heel. Until tomorrow, peace! <laughs>